0: Good afternoon
1: Wolves Fancast, part of the 90 Minute Network And we are here today to discuss the fixtures As have been released this morning So, first off, we'll just do some housekeeping want to shout out our YouTube sponsors The Sports Shop Kings Winford um, Thank you for that, all that you're doing for us at the moment uh, Also, just to let you know Just giving link, I believe it should be on the screen somewhere, Um, still collecting, so if you still want to donate, if you haven't already, please feel free to do so to Mind Charity, where we played our charity game against Wolves Twitter of sorts. Um, Highlights can be seen on YouTube, and Gully is doing a GTA on the game this week, which should be fun, Um, and we will announce the total then. So, to talk the fixtures today... I've got Little Dan and Adam Price I just want to jump straight into it looking at those opening three fixtures what are your thoughts Leicester away Tottenham at home Manchester United at home what are your thoughts on that
2: nice easy start for Bruno isn't it don't know know what everyone's worried about (laughs) is I mean it could be easier for him let's be honest but you don't get any. You don't get easy games so you're in this league. It's a bit of a cliche, I know, but depend. Obviously, it, it all depends on who we bring in in the summer, like. But it's a it's a tough. Out, at least he's got the first two. You know, he's got two out of three at home, which is a, which mm-hmm. is a, a benefit for us. You know, yeah. getting used to Moll and you get him used to the crowd. Um, yeah. We've by and large done okay against the, the bigger teams over the last couple of years. Uh, Tottenham are in a state of flux anyway at the minute so who knows how they're going to go but in Leicester and United they're going to be uh, difficult games anyway um, you know you're mindful to say I wish we'd have started off with like Southampton, Watford and Brentford or whatever to start, to start him off but I don't really buy into that I just think that if he's, going to show, show his, if he's going to show his credentials when he gets the job, Bruno, let's get him in some tough games, early doors, and let's see how we cope.
1: What, what do you think of the start, Dan? I mean, I think it's crucial. Bruno gets off to a, a decent start of sorts. Do you think he can get anything from these three
0: games? So, to reiterate what Price said, to a degree, you, you would have wanted uh, an easy run of fixtures, but starting against those three teams... Under Bruno Lars, we're an unknown quantity. We don't really know what he's going to start, start um, mm-hmm. the season with, uh, roster-wise or formation style. Um, so, Leicester, Tottenham, Man United coming up against an unknown quantity in this wall side. Maybe it's better to start off against, them, maybe catch them off guard with a new, with a new sense of, uh, you know, philosophy and whatnot, and then, then build on from those three, three games. That ideally you want points on the board as soon as possible, but. If we can sort of start building a new way of playing against those three teams and, and pick up a few points, then we we'll go into September, hopefully, with a bit of confidence behind us.
1: I mean, <clears throat> my concern is that we could quite possibly lose all those games. And <laughs> I think if, if Bruno gets off to a bad start, <clears throat> people, the fans, maybe even the media, they're going to be on his back straight away because of... I still think there's a lot of hurt and pain around Nuno leaving in some sections of the fan base. But I've yeah. just um just quickly looked at Leicester, Spurs and Man United from last season and from those three fixtures last season, we only picked up one point. So if you to look at it that way, could you say it's a positive start for Bruno? Because if he gets three points from the from these from opening three, could you then make the comparison that he's sort of better in Nuno's record from last season?
2: Potentially. I mean I we've we've all I think we said on the the fan cast before that with bruno coming in it's it's imperative that to you know the cult and nuno fans are still going to be out if he if he, we've always said that if he doesn't win his first few games then the cult will be out right now they? and they'll be they'll be still be pining for nuno again which we've got to move past we've got to look beyond that now it's, it's done it's done so it is a difficult start. And it, you can see the comparison there straight away from August into September. I, d- I don't want to use the term like free hits or bonus points or anything like that because, again, that's, that's just a bit all bollocks, really. But if we can put in some good performances and get maybe three points on the board out of them th- first three games, it takes us into a more favourable September <clears throat> where we will be looking to win to win those three. Um, but let, let's be honest, Bruno's not like... He's not a newcomer to football. Is he? He's not new in the game. He's, he's managed Benfica. He's going to have played big, you know, big games at Benfica against Porto and Sporting. You know, he's probably he might even revel in having these big three games at early doors, really test him and let's see what it, let's see what he's about and let's see what his style, and his philosophy is like.
1: Um, we've just had a comment come through uh, from Russ, which I think is a good point, and I want to go to you on this one, Dan. Get the big boys early; they will have players on holiday and unfit still. Now, I think that's a good point because sometimes the, the bigger, well, bigger, quote-unquote, clubs um, often do start the season quite slowly. What, what do you think about that, Dan, and that comment? It's a, it's
0: a, it's a fair it's a fair comment. Um, you, you're going to be looking at the likes of, um, you know, Bruno Fernandes, Man United, um, Leicester have got a couple of, Decent players, which, which you might think could go, like Tielemans uh, could go all the way in the Euro. So hopefully these yeah. players are still maybe a bit lagging, still needing a bit more of a break before they get finally back to uh, to full-pelt fitness and sharpness. Come come August. So so like I said we're, we're still we're going to be in unknown quantity. Hopefully our Portuguese players, if if they're still here come August and um, and ready to go for that game on the fourteenth of August away at Leicester, but. I said uh, a, f- a week ago to a friend, it doesn't matter whether we've got Nuno, Bruno, or Pepin. Falson need to back our coach um, this summer, and if they do, then then I've got, they've got I've got faith in the squad to, to pick up points where we needed.
1: Yeah, definitely, and uh, you know I, th- I think you're totally right that Fausan need to back Bruno. I think that it's quite apparent that it wasn't mutual consent as much as you know they might want to try and ban that about. Um, but for me, they've made a statement um, Bruno Is obviously the man that they wanted But they've got to back him as well We need new personnel um, I mean, it'll be interesting to see What sort of a squad Bruno likes to keep Whether he wants a bigger squad Whether he's happy to work with a smaller squad Like Nuno was um, Whilst it's on screen oh, okay Then Can we just shoot to the running and get the running on screen. The final running. Yeah, please, if you if we can. Mm-hmm. So, looking at May's fixtures, we we end the season. Chelsea away, Norwich home, and Liverpool away. Now, <clears throat> when I look at the fixtures, the, the the first ones I usually look for are the sort of the opening three and the closing three to see how your season's going to start and finish. Um, pricey. What are your thoughts on on the running? S-
2: well, I mean, on May, it's a bit Jekyll and I, isn't it? Two tough games away, Chelsea and Liverpool, Sam's in between Norwich, where you'd be expecting us to get three points, but more so for April, when a bulk of games in there. Uh, again, it's a bit tricky to call. I mean, we've got Villa are going to be quite a bit, probably they already look to be strengthening, so both of our games against them will, will be tricky. Um, Newcastle away, but that, that's a Actually, for the fans, that's a great time of year to have a good away day in Newcastle, that is. So, they'll, they'll be protecting a lot of fans up there for that one. Um, and then the bogey team, Brighton. So, if you, if you attach Brighton onto May's fixtures, like, if we if rarely, if ever, win against Brighton. And then you've got Chelsea and Liverpool. If if it comes to that time of season where we're scrambling around for points for what, to, to achieve whatever it is we need to achieve, it could get a bit dicey, you know, because... That, that, that's like a run of three out of four tricky games there Brighton, Chelsea, and Liverpool and incorporating with Norwich. That could be quite quite tricky. Again, this is all heavily caveated by what it is that we do in the summer um and how much we back the manager. Um but you know current take it current standing that's for me that, that could be quite a tricky running end of the season.
1: Yeah it, I mean <sighs> If I mean, whichever end of the table we're at, you know, you, you want a good a good end to the season, don't you? I mean, Chelsea and Liverpool away, sandwiched I mean, with Norwich at home, sandwiched in between. I mean, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen, but let's imagine Norwich are fighting for relegation. Again, it's a game that you don't really want to play. Dan, do, do you have what's your confidence levels like looking at this running? Let's sort of go April and May.
0: At the moment, it's difficult to be confident because you look at the sort of squad that we've got on, on our books at the moment, you see all the players that I'm being linked away. How can you be overly confident at the moment without having blind faith? I don't, I don't, I don't see how you can be, but as I said, if Falson back Bruno, as I expect them to this summer, with help from Jorge Mendes, because I still think he, he's going to come good for us this summer, after, you know, the last year in the pandemic, a lot of people have been running low on funds and whatnot. He still managed to come out pretty nicely financially off the back of deals involving Jota, Doherty and Fabio Silva. So I'm hoping that it's going to help us out this summer. Um, I'm sure Bruno Large is another one of his clients, so he ain't going to want to shaft one of his clients, is he? So yeah. looking at that May running, it's either a battle for top four,
1: or a battle in the bottom four? It, and Literally it is. I mean, we, the season could go either way. It really could. Um, last season, yeah, okay, well, it was disappointing. But the two seasons before, you know, there was positive. Um, and I think we're sort of at that stage now, especially with getting a new coaching, with new coaching staff, that really this summer is absolutely huge. On, on which direction we're going as a club? Um, if we can, can we just have a quick look at? So here's a marvel. I mean, the one, the one month that really sticks out to me is December and the first game of January. I mean, you're looking at this Christmas run where the games are coming thick and fast. Again, it's one of them. It could play in your favour with the opposition getting injuries, suspensions. Um, do they still play Champions League in December?
2: No, they no, do they. The break over the winter month, the cash winter months. I think it stops about November, then picks up again. Is it actually, November it stops? So I mean,
1: with you look then? You know, if this was in November for me, it would look a lot, a lot healthier. But Dan, I'll, I'll come to you. What are your thoughts on on this Christmas running period?
0: It's a daunting run of fixtures on paper, isn't it? But un, until you see. How hey, well, our squad looks come the end of the August transfer window. I, I, I don't think it's worth panicking over at the moment. I, I said on paper that's, that's it's massively daunting. Liverpool at home. We've struggled against the, uh, Liverpool at home in the Premier League. Man City away. Well, now we've picked up points in there in recent years, but it's always a place where you you bought your hand off for a, a draw. Yeah. Brighton away. I mean, we might as well just send the kids and up for a draw because we aren't going to get a win. Um, I mean Nuno was was a special coach when you look back again uh, we beat Brighton at home this season he he won away at Middlesbrough where teams where we've never picked up points in the past so Mm -hmm. another reason why uh, it was special Chelsea um, we've got got a decent run against Chelsea in in recent years but under uh, Thomas Tuchel they're they're a decent seed side now Uh, and then then Watford and Arsenal games which you look at Watford and Arsenal those are the sort of fixes this season where you need to be game wins in order to, to at least finish mid-table
1: yeah and what about you pricey what sort of points prediction would you put on those december fixtures i know it's early so i'm not trying to throw you under the bus too much with a prediction but put a points prediction on december
2: Do you know what probably the most i'd probably say about I'd probably say about seven maximum that's like the ceiling limit i mean Liverpool and Man City, we all we all know how much of an uphill task it is. Anyway, Brighton's a bogey team, so you know maybe a point out of those. Chelsea's well, champions, the winners. It's going to be an uphill task to to to, to beat them. And Watford and Arsenal are probably be most confident about. I feel as though Arsenal, aren't, Arsenal, aren't the Arsenal that we know when when we were growing up. So they're a bit of a shadow of the former self. So I'll be I'll be confident there. Um. Well, it's tricky that I mean this one of the games will be tricky in any month, but more so in December when you've got you know the how difficult we've had it before with the games I mean was it last season season before where we had uh Liverpool and city two two days apart you know and yeah, yeah. fair enough you know we that was we were riding crest for a the wave then, so I know I know we beat city and Liverpool was a lot was a bit harder, but Watford and Arsenal two days apart i I'd be confident. I've got I haven't got much to base it on, but I'd be confident I'd be confident at the minute. Um but yeah, the first half of that month looks it looks hard, you know, you have to knock not gonna lie, it looks a bit tricky. Um so I'd yeah, points prediction wise, so the ceiling limit I'd say seven points out of that lot. That's that's the max
1: I can see. Yeah, which it's not a bad return, but again, that's you're probably looking lower mid table, aren't you? Um sort of overall thoughts. What fixtures stand out for you? So let's just imagine for one moment that Boris releases us all and um, we're seeing scenes like we saw him in Budapest last night for the Hungary v Portugal game. So full stadiums, absolutely bouncing, rocking atmosphere out of this world. Dan, what three fixtures, I'll tell you what, what two away fixtures are you looking forward to the most if we can go?
0: Oh, well, like, you know you mentioned earlier about certain fixtures that you look for across the season. It, it, it's, it's a strong comment, you, you, your first three fixtures and your, your ending three. I do the same but then I also add who your Boxing Day fixture is mm. and uh, the, mm. the fixture closest to my birthday. So the, the fixture closest to my birthday is Newcastle away. Oh, that's so, brilliant. Nice. That's, 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 that's fell nicely if we can go to that one. um, We'll have a night out up there and just enjoy the culture side of Newcastle which is booze and kebabs, I think. <laughs> and uh, the, the other fixtures, I'd like to go to Arsenal away just before uh, the New Year's. It's it's a fixture that I feel we can we can get a victory at and to close the year off would be nice there.
1: Um, and what about you, Pricey? What what games sort of stand out to you and, and what games are you looking forward forward to? I
2: always look forward to um, the Boxing Day fixture
1: because... I love
2: I love when we're, if I love, it, I love I love a Boxing Day game. I know we've had it moved to the 27th from across you know, certain years previous, but um, so this year we've got a Boxing Day this year, so we've got home to Watford. So it's not like not a blockbuster, not a blockbuster game. But I'm glad that we're at home all day. Cause I, I do like getting out of the A's on Boxing Day and and going to the game. Birthday wise for me, I think I'm, I'm January. So I'm sandwiched between. I think it's Brentford away I'm closer to, because I'm on the 19th. So like, so Brentford away would be good. I know they've got a new ground now, so it's not the old four pubs on the corner ground, but yeah. probably still do that. Probably going to have a lap around Griffin Park, you know, and then go off to the new ground. Um, and then, yeah, to be fair, I, I do tend to look, um, I think most Bulls fans, or any, most fans in general, just look to see where Newcastle away is. Although I've... Um, I did look earlier and I've, unfortunately Sam Jacks has closed down, which is devastating because that was my go-to place. And you going you get to, go to Newcastle, top us barmaids at one o'clock in the afternoon. Brilliant.
1: <laughs> I think, I think if, if we went to Newcastle, we might have to do a little detour of Sunderland and let little Dan show us around.
0: Don't know what you mean.
2: <laughs> that's the one pla- of, of the North East three. I've ne- that's the only place I haven't been to Sunderland. I've been to Borough and Newcastle, never stepped foot in Sunderland. What, what am I missing?
1: I'll, I'll let hey, Dan no explain to you once we've gone off there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, from my point of view, I, I'll i be honest, I don't really look out for the Boxing Day fixture too much. Um, I'm, I'm just a weirdo I like that. But I do tend to look out for local derbies, even though I didn't this year, and that's for pricey. So, Vida away October the 16th. That'll be a good game. Um, and, and birthday-wise, I've landed quite well. Um, Tottenham away the day before my birthday. Nice. Well, no doubt it'll probably be moved because they're in yeah. that Europa League 75 now, aren't they? Um, yeah, the Conference League. So it, it could actually fall on my birthday, Tottenham away. Um, obviously, all these fixtures are subject to change because of Sky and BT messing with our lives constantly. Um, so, after looking at the fixtures and, and having a quick chat, Dan, where are we going to finish next season? What are you? What What is your thought process now? You've actually saw the fixtures. You can sort of get a bit of a better feeling for the season ahead. How are you feeling?
0: So, I was I, think I just said, my God! I, I don't see unless you've got a crystal ball. There's no reason to be overconfident or panicking at the moment because you you've just got to let Foulson and Bruno Lars get to the end of the August transfer window and go from there. I still think it'll be probably. Uh, Another transition season, maybe another mid table, just lower, maybe. It all depends on how big Foson go this summer. It's, it's all in their hands at the moment. Um, if they don't give Bruno Large <laughs> half a chance, then we might struggle, and then they, mo- they might have a rude awakening how harsh his Premier League is.
1: Pricey, what about you? What are you feeling there? You've seen the fixtures.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with Dan,
2: really. At the minute, it's. it's... You can't put too much stock in it at the minute. It's just, not, it's just teams on the paper at the minute because the real, the real, the real um, stuff that will make you feel confident or not is indeed what happens over the summer. And I don't want to be a broken record about it, but it's just so pivotal. Yeah, we know we are playing and when there roughly, but we all know what needs to happen with with our squad in the summer. And what 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 improvements we need? Where we all we all know what we need. We just need Fosen to go out there and, and back back Bruno to with the players that he needs i know we've been linked with one this morning uh i can't even pronounce his surname Mosquera but um we need we need quality in the doors this this summer because don't forget we're going to be missing a few right from the off next season like you know, possibly johnny still Neto will still be missing right from the off we still don't know what you know, how him and there's going to hit the ground running so you know, might be right. I don't hate to use that term, transition season. you know, What what Dan just said, but when we're saying it could be Champions League or relegation, I, I don't know. We could just if it starts going wrong through the season, we could just then start, you know, amb- ambling towards mid-table again. You, you don't know what what we do need is quality in the squad, in the t- first-team players, in 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 the team of good quality. Um. And then, yeah, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to see what the summer brings.
1: I, th- I think we're all in agreement, really, that it's on Foulson now. All eyes on Foulson. You know, we've got a squad. Um, it will be added to and obviously removed from as well. We've got a coach. Now it's all on Foulson. And I think we've just got to see what they do. See if they cause any damage in the transfer window. Um, I mean, I think that's, that's it all covered on the fixture side. So don't forget to like, subscribe to the YouTube, follow us on all the socials for the best Wolves news from an unofficial channel. And it's bye from Pricey. That's that, right, guys. Bye from Little Dan. Bye, everyone. And bye from myself. See you later. Enjoy your day. <laughs>